0: FM to get started. What's happening, guys? Welcome to another Sunday night. Welcome to the Fear the Walking Dead After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're going to be covering episode twelve of season two, titled "Pillar of Salt." Can't wait to break the whole thing down for you guys. Only a couple left. This was an exciting one. Hang out with us. We'll see you in just a second.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. AfterBuzz TV. And now, let
2: the buzz begin. In vogue, in vogue, in vogue. One, two,
1: three, four. <laughs> What's did it, guys? it Just because it had a little bald Brit in it.
0: <laughs> Yaz, yes! this is Yaz, the famed. Uh, did you say they were called yes.
1: Yazoo originally? Yes. In the UK, here's a pop fact for you. Quite literally, a fact about pop. In the UK, they were called Yazoo. Oh, Yazoo. Uh, Yaz was um, an artist. Very later
0: on. Look at that, there you go, completely useless information for you. A band who had a couple of great songs and a lot of songs that others don't know, but I know this one and I know... Only you, which is my favorite. Yeah, okay. um, but I do love this song titled "Don't Go, Guys." This is the Fear the Walking Dead after show on AfterBuzz TV. We are uh, nearing the end of season two. It's been a long yes. journey. Uh, we're getting down to some pretty intense uh, conflict. We're gonna we're gonna see some stuff resolve itself, obviously, in the next couple weeks here. Only two more weeks. Only two more episodes, two guys. More weeks. We're gonna two break more the weeks. whole episode down for you. I'm your host Ben Bateman. You can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter and Instagram if you want to follow my lovely co-hosts and panelists here. We're gonna start with Ashley Chapman.
2: Yes, hey guys, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Ashley underscore Chapman
1: uh I'm hello. I'm Simon.
2: <laughs> Did you forget where uh, you were? Yeah, yeah. Research? I was like, <laughs> "What's my name?"
1: uh I, I'm. You can find me on Twitter. This is very smooth. Um, and Instagram at Showbiz Simon. Very his, good. Thank you. Stage,
2: but his stage name is when he's not working. It's
1: was it turkey?
2: Big turkey thighs. Yeah, big turkey
1: okay. thighs. Oh, that was
0: the one. I thought it was something else. That was a stripper, stripper name. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Big turkey you know I mean my stripper names.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so guys, as uh, as you're watching or listening, please help us out with a review on mm. iTunes. It helps us stay high in the standings and provide free content. We will always continue to provide free content as AfterBuzz TV, and to do that, we need your help. So if you can leave a rating, a review, uh, YouTube comments, things like that, it is very helpful. You can also follow AfterBuzz TV on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. So nice. uh, let's get into the episode, guys. We we start out with some some uh, some stuff at the Colonia. It's mm. dissolving. It seems people are leaving. We have a family that takes yeah. off. And Alejandro is getting spooked. He's getting spooked that the cult, his cult, is dissolving. Yes. It's unraveling at the seams. They're not
2: drinking the Kool-Aid anymore. They've stopped it.
0: Or the pee. Yeah. He's losing it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He's burning um, up.
1: There's a lot of, I mean, it, we've, we've seen this sort of, we, we've talked about this on the show a few times. We're seeing a couple of people kind of, we're seeing a couple of leaders emerge. For a while, there were no leaders. Everyone was kind of like, you know, scattered. Now we're seeing a couple of leaders. And I think we're going to see sort of within the survivors that we followed now, I think we're going to see, obviously, Madison is taking control within the hotel. Yep. Um, Alejandro's been in charge of Colonia. That looks like that's going to change because obviously, you know, there's him and there's people who want to go to, uh, you know, to other people to talk and talk about their problems. We're seeing a little bit of dissension there. And then also outside, we're seeing the threat now from Marco and his gang. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think we're looking at three or four potential leaders. And, of course, we've got the loose cannon, the uh, mother of the bride. Um, the, yeah, knife-wielding. Who yes. has just Oof. totally, uh, you know, I mean, okay. Right. Strand
0: did kill her daughter. Right. True. But she was also a zombie. Yeah, a zombie. She's like, I'm going to stab you and go back to my room. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> like,
1: so.
2: room service, accidentally stabbed <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: Uh, yeah, I, that was harsh. But yeah, so I think
1: there's a lot of people kind of just fighting for not just survival, but survival of the leadership at the moment.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it took, how, how long did it take for, in the original show, in, in Walking Dead, for mm. things to really shake out where you had distinctive leaders and groups and those storylines? It, it's still relatively early in this story, so it makes mm. sense that we're just we're starting. So We saw, I mean, I, I know people complain sometimes about,
1: you know, comparison between the two yeah. series, but it's season two where we started to see, you know, some real conflict, you know, uh, with, with th- threatening leadership of rick's yeah. group so you know we started to see that in season two of this that show and season two of this show yeah so you know it's, it's interesting to see that parallel
2: i think it's a little different because we are still expecting i think for some groups to come back together so yeah. it's, it hasn't been that you know very for sure solidification of this is the head of the group and this is our group it's mm. there it's kind of hanging in the air especially we saw from this episode there could be some you know reuniting happening uh, between characters and so it's it's all shaky and murky, but I did like how, you know, even though I felt like it, they they were a little murky with how they, they kind of tra- tried to bring those, uh, draw those lines back to each mm-hmm. other. Um, but all in all, was, okay, so was the family leaving, was that... In reaction to what happened to Luciana's brother, or is that what we're assuming?
1: No, I think. I mean, I was originally thinking, well, maybe the daughter was ill, and they didn't want her being there, and then you know, perhaps turning. But I think it's just a case that they they start to see that Alejandro is is losing his control, and I think they just want to get out, and I think they realize that perhaps now. You know, obviously Marco is kind of pissed off about kind of the deal that he's getting. So he's realising that every all the good stuff is, you know, is, is elsewhere. Mm. He's kind of wanting to make his move. And I think they were kind of like, well, maybe now is the time to make the move and, and do that. And I think with Alejandro, he's not worried about so much losing control. I think there's something that would have gone on in the past between Marco and him and either... Marco's going to come and you know sort of you know pull the pull the curtain back on whatever's going on with Alejandro and perhaps the bite as well you know and then obviously if he loses that kind of magic you know behind the curtain kind of mystery yeah. then right, he doesn't really have a lot so I think that's what he's concerned about and the, the more people that he loses the less chance he's going to have of potentially You know, maintaining that leadership and maintaining the group as it is at the moment. I think that's Mm. the concern, really.
2: I guess I just wasn't really seeing a strong enough reason for people to just start fleeing. Because if you think about it, this place is kind of like a fortress. I mean, it's not Mm. completely impenetrable, but they have food, they have water, they have resources, they have medicine, they have a community. And it's family-oriented, it seems like. They all are, for the most part, one for all and together. Um So it just seems weird, like especially with him having a young daughter who I get she 's ill, and maybe yeah. they're they're trying to leave so that they can get her the help that she needs. we don 't really know what 's wrong with her, um but it just seemed like that would be kind of the worst decision to make at this time, but it's also, extremely Fra- dangerous
1: francisco is is part of that close circle around Alejandro and everybody else, so he kind of knows that things are turning to shit a little bit, right, and he might be getting actually. He he's might know something, things. yeah. So he's kind of like, "Well, we know it's going to collapse soon. So do I get ahead of the collapse and take my family out?" And because kind of, I think they realize now that everywhere is kind of screwed, right? Yeah. That's so right. they're kind of like, "Do I want to be screwed behind the wall or the other side of the wall where there's more room to run away?" I don't really know.
0: I think Alejandro realizes that too, and I think I think uh, when he's in that position of power with the people in the community, I think yeah. there's this part of him that sort of sees it dissolving. It's more like um, the world out there is terrifying.
2: Mm. I, you know,
0: I'm, we're people are deciding to follow sort of faith because there are undead things walking around. So it's yeah. not a world that they knew before. So they're sort of willing to follow me. If I lose that power, I just become one of those people, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that's what he's, um, so I, I think there's that. And then and then in the middle of this, we have Nick's relationship with Luciana, mm. which is like, I can't decide if I like it or dislike it, to be honest with you. I, there's part of me that like, when she's like, I'm the boss, and then they start making out, you're like, Kind oh, of kinky. Yeah. yeah. And you're like,
1: also, also, it's that kind of, you don't really have sex with your boss.
0: Right. She's not really his boss, though. Oh, she's the, boss. Oh, she's yeah. the <laughs> boss. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that community, and I'm just sort of thinking, like, if they all died except for Nick and Luciana, I'd be like, all right, move on. I could just <laughs> take like Nick and Luciana's and characters and just move going. them out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what... it could get o- in, overrun, and then, it, you know, you add mm-hmm. her to the group of people we know.
1: That would be so funny, though, if they were, like, going into the, into the, the shed and making out, and then they come out, and they're like, how powerful was that sex? <laughs> Everybody around us has died. The
0: sex was that powerful. Yeah, Man, secret when, weapon. What do you guys well, think? When, what do you guys think, Nick's? Uh, what's his motive? Like, he I can't quite decide. He's like, he's there for her. He's like, I, I'm not. What he say? I'm not here for him. I'm here for you. Is mm. that what he said? Something, or, something. Or, like?
2: He didn't save me. You did, or something.
0: Like yeah, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. I'm not here because of him. I'm here because of you. That's yeah. what he said. And I, I can't quite decide. Like, and then Alejandro has that line with Nick where he says, "I want you to trust me like a son." Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, the whole entire setup there, I'm a little creeped out by, and I sort of feel like Nix is trying to get out with Luciana. And I think he sees the fact that yeah. they you know, Marco and these guys are coming. He sees it at the end with the binoculars. I think he knows. Well, we don't know a huge amount about Alejandro. I mean, we don't
1: know how back his relationship goes with everybody else that's within his group. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we might find out that he. Had lost a son, yeah. either to perhaps Marco's gang, right, or you know to to to, to just general death, or, or or to the Walkers. We don't know, and maybe he does see him as a replacement son. We've had that you know dynamic in the series already. Um, you know that he could be that, but I think they're all just looking for an ally, right? And because he's obviously come in from outside. He's probably the closest you get to a neutral, and the one that you can mould into your. Your kind of thing, and also he's the only—he's the only outsider. Everybody else is obviously Mexican from Mexico. They're all part of a, the same community. Yeah, they're going to get this gringo, or what was it gringito? Gr- they keep referring gringita. to gringito. Yeah. yeah, they're going to get this Gringuita to come in from outside and side with them. Right. And so, if he can persuade someone who is not one of their kind, their social group, then it might give him potentially more bargaining power within the group and potentially more so look i'm attracting people in and they're following me now right rather than just everybody from our own community so that might be a reason why he has a value
0: hmm so jumping back over to the subject we were talking about with yeah. uh, with strand in the hotel mm. he gets stabbed there's yeah. a whole entire commotion about what we should what, and madison becomes rick grimes that moment. ironically when he's saying about being careful yeah. And I'll just like oh, don't open the door. Ah, oh, stabbed. I know. You knew he was you knew something bad was gonna happen, right? Yeah. As he walked towards the door. It's yeah. classic TV. Yeah. Um but uh Classic TV. Classic McGruber. So uh, he's walking towards the door and he gets stabbed mm. and and then as they're as they're dressing the wound or trying to, Madison just fully goes into Rick Grimes mode. Like to yeah. the point we had seen her do it in a previous episode, but the way she was talking, right? If anybody raises a hand to anyone else, they're out. Mm. Right, we, we we lock her up indefinitely. She's dangerous. Like this is like, it's inevitable that a character in a story like this has to get to that point. Yeah, it's just that early on, I think we weren't quite sure was it was Travis going to be pushed to be that character or was Madison going to fully become that character. Well, I think I, I think she realizes that because there's obviously
1: the two there's the two groups: there's the hotel staff and there's the people who were you know part of the wedding party. It seems to me that even the guy who's now obviously recently lost his wife, you know, because Strand finished her off matron um, it's a case of you know they're like oh well maybe we can do this and someone's got to come in and go no I know this is part of your group but you just need to wipe the mud away from your eyes and yeah. see if anybody does this whether they're with us or with your group anybody in, you know right without any separation in the group anybody does this you're out
2: was she because nobody's laid down the law was she a part of the, the dinner that they had at the very end of the last episode when they all sat down and had the dinner? The mother? N- yeah. no. She no. Oh, no. She wouldn't join she them. She wouldn't yeah. join them. She wouldn't join them. Okay. The
1: people who didn't join with the mother.
2: And then the husband. Right?
1: And then the
0: husband.
2: Yeah. Because the
1: husband was upset guarding his zombie wife.
0: There's definitely a theme that they play on in this, in, in this storytelling. Um, it comes from Carol originally from Walking Dead, and then you see it now reflected a bit more, is that the older female characters in the mm. shows like this they they set them up I think with a little bit of like a it's it's raw power it's brute force that, that sort of like survives it's wit obviously but the ability mm. to protect yourself and like the the fastest youngest people tend to be the ones that have sort of like the edge in this world yeah. so I think they I think it's interesting that they set up that a middle aged woman would be the one to like lose it in that situation because she loses her daughter and then it's like she do you know what I'm saying I think that's I think that's kind of like um they flipped our head they flipped us the expectation with Carol. That's originally how it was. She was yeah. the middle-aged woman who was, like, the battered, beaten character. She ended up becoming one of the strongest. It can go one way or the other, right? But she gets sort of outshined by all these other characters, all these, like, young, mm. nimble people. And she's, like, you know, she's, like, the, the older woman hiding in the, in the hotel room that loses it. I just think it's, like, you wonder, is that just that character choice? Or you, you wonder, is, like, if you were going through the list of possible people to give that role to, is that just the obvious choice? It's the mother that loses a daughter... Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. I think it's it's just kind of the cards we've been dealt with the characters that we sure. have, you mm. know. And we and we saw the exchange between Strand and the husband in the last, you know, episode. So I mm. mean, I think that there that that tension is was definitely there, and I think it's there for um, legitimate reasons. Right. Um, I think it's really strange that if, after everything that's happened, you know, it's like I just took your to put your daughter down, essentially. Like, I wasn't mm. the one who caused this virus, you know. I I wasn't the one that locked her in with the entire wedding party um, while this whole thing went down. So I think for her, her decision and character choice, for her to choose Strand specifically to target, yeah. I felt was a little weird. But all in all, I don't think... Her reaction, I mean, you also have to think about it. It's the weight of the world being over. You've yeah, lost totally. everything. I mean, mm-hmm. that can very easily drive you insane. But
1: she also, she's the only person, if you look within that hotel, within those four walls, who doesn't get that the walkers are not the same people anymore. Which
0: is a common thing you see with characters, yeah. right? The ones yeah. that don't
1: get that are the craziest ones that are often so the So she dangerous. still is kind of avenging her daughter. Her daughter was long gone. Right. Yeah. You know, but she does. she still sees that kill. As killing the daughter rather than what the daughter's become. She's not having that one degree of separation. And she just went with a single stab,
0: so it was like an impulse, anger, yeah. fear stab, as opposed yeah. to like a stab, 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 a shank, 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 which yeah. would be like she's gotta go.
2: Shank, oh, yeah, yeah. And as soon as
0: she did it, look on her face and like, oh right.
2: shit. I thought she was trying to attack Madison. I thought that she just didn't look and just stabbed. Madison, I mean,
0: Madison would take her down.
2: Yeah, there you yeah. go. But I just it's, it felt like how did you know he was gonna answer the door? You know what I mean? Like right. it just didn't seem I don't know. It, it it felt just too. Convenient. Convenient. I think mm, yeah.
1: there's pretty much everybody in that room she would have quite happily stabbed. I think if Madison I, had answered though, she, she may have stabbed. She, she
0: may have stabbed Madison. Yeah. Um, so uh, after Strand gets stabbed and, and the gang goes on this this mission for meds for him, mm. um, Alicia ends up having a moment with Strand, which is actually kind of a nice moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as she's talking about, you know, she took care of herself and she, she helped her brother with withdrawals and her dad. And. Uh, it's actually earlier when, when Alicia is talking to Hector, right? She says, I miss who he was, not who he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely this dynamic with her brother where she's kind of, she's sort of willing to let him go. Yeah. She seems to be very willing to let him go. Um, and in her conversation with Strand, I, I liked that moment where he's like, well, maybe she doesn't see you. Maybe you need to make her see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously, we, we, we get that great ending. Yeah. Um, I really felt for her on the roof at the end there. I thought that was great that she said that to her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always been here. I didn't go. I didn't change my mind. And she's yeah. like, oh, you don't understand. You know, and, and he, your child's always your child. She's like, I'm your child. Yeah. Yeah. How do I not understand? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's, it
1: seems to me that Nick is her Achilles heel. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is, even, you know, one minute she's badass, super focused like she was in the hotel, and then soon it's like, oh, my son's alive. She just kind of, uh, she goes Loses totally it. into, yeah, yeah, she's like a like, total soppy mother, I've got to save my, I've got to save my cub. And she says, you know, your child is always your child. And it's kind of she seems to forget that her daughter that would apply to, too. But she's kind of like, I think she sees that Alicia can look after herself. Yeah. She can handle her own shit. She's in control in a situation. And I think she I I think Madison feels the way towards Nick because she knows that even when he appears to have it together, he, you know, as as, you know, as Alicia was saying, he left us. He walked off he's the unpredictable one, and I think that's why there's a connection with Madison, and she does feel the need to continually throw him a lifeline.
2: And you know what, I also thought, too, because Madison is a very strong character, he's very used to being in control, having power, having a say, and I think that with Nick, it gave her a little bit more purpose in some ways, like with having him deal with his drug addictions, especially after her husband dying, slash committing suicide, Mm. you know, that's still kind of murky, but I think she's always really been used to like being the savior, being the one that comes in and just saves the day. And I think that Nick gave her a lot of that purpose. Yeah. And Alicia, of course, she loves her daughter, but she's always been able self sustaining. You know, she's always been able to take care of herself. She's always been the one, the good child, and so to speak, who she never really had to do a whole lot of parenting and right. saving. Um, so I think it might also be. A little bit of that. I think Madison was just so used to just being that one who just comes in mm. and just saves everybody. And she sees it with Alicia. It kind of takes a little bit of her, her fire, a little bit of her power away.
1: I think, uh, but I think also Alicia, uh, Alicia kind of feels that Kush that can take care of himself in his kind of own little fucked up kind of way.
2: I don't you know. think she really even cares at this point. I think she, I mean not that she doesn't care about him. Do you him. think there's an
1: underlying thing where she's kind of like, well, you know, Happy if he's, he's out, out, of way, out of the picture, then yeah. maybe might be able to get some of my mother's attention. Is there a bit of that as well? Yeah, maybe. I think so. I'm surprised.
2: And also, I think it's 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 the you know it's kind of like with the we see it a lot in movies and TV shows. Mm. Where there's siblings, where one leaves the family and the other one's kind of forced to stay and take care of the family. Right. they have to give up their dreams, their goals. And then the other sibling went off and pursued whatever they wanted to pursue. Mm. And they come back and like, you weren't here. You didn't put in the time. You didn't put in the work. Right. I chose, I made the right choice. I chose to stay. And I don't really get any gratification or reward from it at all. Mm. So I think it's a little bit of that, too. She kind of feels like, look, Nick has been effing up this entire time. I chose to stay and I yeah. chose to, to make this work with our family. He didn't choose us. But even still, you're not seeing me.
1: So. Yeah. Well, we see almost the flip side of that when we see the, the flashback conversation between Ophelia and her parents. Yeah. Right. You know, where I think even the, the... it's Ophelia is kind of like, I need to stay there to help them. Yeah, and they're exactly. kind of like, well, actually, we've made our choices and we made our decisions. Yeah. We're going to be okay. But Ophelia still feels that she has to... They need me. I need to be there.
0: See, I, I always I always find that to be, like, a very interesting subject, the the idea that parents raise a child and that the child has to stay around and take care of their parents yeah. without yeah. ever leaving. It's like those parents are adults. Yeah. Mm. Just as the child one day will be an adult. Mm. You have to be able to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you aren't living in the world if you can't take care of unless you have a severe disease or have to have a family member take care of you, which does happen, obviously. And then in that case, I take care of my parents in that case. But, like, mm. I, I always find that interesting, the dynamic between a child that has that sensibility that I have to be there because Mm -hmm. my parents can't take care of themselves. Yeah. How's how's that possible? They raised you. You were in diapers. Of course they can take care of
1: themselves. Yeah,
0: but sometimes you know,
1: parent situations does change. Yeah, right. They get older. Sure. Yeah.
2: And I think also too, the way you're raised, I think sometimes a lot of, because a lot of families believe in just you staying close and you staying a part of the family. So I think that there's also a little bit of guilt that they put on. You know, you're not going to leave. Well, just culturally. Yeah.
1: You know, issue. culturally yeah. from, you know, sort of Hispanic families and, you know, Jewish families, Italian families. There are, there are some cultures where there is this thing where there's not the there's not the thing of, you know, you have to stick around and, and look after me. But it's kind of like your family. So you don't really go that far away from it's your family. You don't
2: yeah. move
0: away. Family's family. You stick yeah. together. Implicit I mean,
2: or explicit? it's yeah. definitely
0: it's definitely the case that uh, there are people that have that idea that my family is the most important circle in the world. Right. Like yeah. it's I ride and die with these these few people every day you talk to your family. And then there's other people... I love my family. I talk to my family frequently, but I don't talk to everyone. Yeah, they wish you wouldn't, They wish you'd stop calling. You're very needy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So anyway, uh, you started to jump into the Ophelia flashback, and Mm. we'll we'll touch back onto the meds mission in a second here. But um, we got some... We got Ophelia. She just sort of showed up randomly. I thought that, to be honest with you, Ophelia's scenes in this episode felt very out of place. I didn't really know what they were doing in the episode because she doesn't interact with anybody. None of the stories that we're actually watching... Have anything to do really with her? I mean, there are parallels that you were talking about with uh, Alicia's conversation and taking care, like that parallel. Yeah, but I mean, that's you're looking for that parallel. Yeah, she doesn't interact with any of our characters. We just get flashbacks on her driving in a truck. It seems like an odd place for the.
2: And we didn't really find out what her purpose was. Like, why was she? Because I, because I guess was that the truck that was that. Um... That's the, the truck. One that she, yeah, that was yeah, the truck. She took so the I she guess left we, with it, yeah. I guess we figured that out, but we don't really find out her motivation. Why. She goes to, um, I guess it's that inn tavern place, uh, Mm -hmm. um, Poco Cielo, which is a little heaven. Uh, I guess, was that where...
1: She got engaged.
2: She she got engaged. So, yeah, it it did feel a little bit out of place. I thought at the very end we were going to find out okay, maybe is the fiancé miraculously alive? Or, right. you know, like, did she get in contact? Because it just seemed like she left so abruptly, and, and I thought that there was a good enough reason for it, but I guess we just didn't get at that in this episode.
1: Here's my theory. Yeah. I think that she, the reason that she left was basically because she thinks that the group within the hotel would be safe and have everything they need to survive. So to them, that was kind of... Their safe haven. Yeah. So she was kind of go. Like I have my own agenda. Yeah. I need yeah. to go and obviously you know with, with the death of her father you know a few episodes back you know first half of the season um, we assume of course that he's dead um, he's probably dead um, <laughs> but think, she's I think he's dead so she's basically with all these memories you know of, of the of the engagement of her mother etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, I think she's tracing kind of like a mental treasure map yeah to get back to either where her mother is to see if her mother's still alive to find out if her fiance is alive that kind of thing because she's heading back towards the 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 border with america so we know that she's she's on a transit she's on a she has chosen a path whatever the reason is for that and it just appears to be that she's ticking off some boxes in this this memory train of hers F- to either get to a place which she feels she can make home on her yeah. own, or that she can get some kind of resolution.
0: Well, she... I mean, we we talked last week that the story yeah. will go back to America. She's the first character that, it appears, yeah. is going back to yeah. America. America. So yeah. she's perhaps going to New Mexico. So uh, then maybe. are
2: we assuming that she's like chasing ghosts or that she's losing her mind? Because we know no, that her no, mom's I don't, dead. I don't think that I think maybe did she mention already that her fiance was gone? Did that he died or
1: I think I don't think she's really he thought... dying. I think he he left or she decided not to marry she him. She decided not to marry yeah. him, right? Or, or oh, okay. I was engaged
0: once, she said to strand.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh but so we don't
2: really know if he's alive or dead. So okay. I
1: think she's going back on a kind of a there's a there's a reason at the end of this journey, whether it's a resolution or something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some unfinished business. I think she might be I'm on that finish. trek, and then once that's done, maybe she'll rejoin the group, or maybe she'll just go. Yeah,
0: she'll with she, it, I'll she's stick on, in San Diego. She's on like a vision quest right now. Yeah, driving across the country. Yeah, she's like mm-hmm. kind of like she's probably like a Jack Kerouac. She's getting Fell in the truck without Louise. Yeah, yeah, soul searching. Yeah, uh, again, but you sticking you, Tom Petty on the stereo. Yeah, you didn't have any issue that Cameron credited that in two movies. It was good in the first one. Um, did you? Uh, <laughs> Did you have any issue with, with those scenes in this episode, or did you think they were fine? I thought they were fine. I think what we're seeing
1: at the moment, we're seeing a lot of um, hole-filling. Yeah. Um, backstory, and I think this is this is going to reach an arc where we're going to see a narrative come out of it in the next couple of episodes. Yeah. That I think we were saying this, saying this to you just before we, we started the show tonight, but I think we're going to see a bit of um, clearing house. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see a clash and some clearing house, and I think this is going to be part of that narrative, which is going to lead us into not just the end of the season in season three, but I think it's going to be an arc that we see
2: pushing forward,
1: forward and, and a big
0: change of faces. She can drive to America and be gone. I mean, they can just write yeah. her out of the show for now and bring her back later. She can yeah. just show back up. And it would six be a episodes.
1: waste of a good character, though.
0: Yeah. You see, we've also seen her
1: in these flashbacks, you know, in the in the flashbacks that we saw when she was with her mom or when she was with the fiancé. She was wearing... Girly girl clothes, yeah. dresses, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, blouses, cardigans. Oh, you know.
2: I am a You know,
1: well, no, she was. She was wearing just very. You know, but now we're seeing her wearing shoes. She's wearing boots. She's wearing, jeans. you know, jeans. She's wearing, you know, vest tops. <laughs> she's Man. moved, manly yes. stuff. But no, she's moved from being this this feminine Ophelia, right, to being commando. Right, I'm I'm on a mission. Yeah, Ophelia. she's, she's siphoning gas out of a car, she's, which is why I think she's. I mean, we'll talk about it especially later, but I think she's becoming Carol. Yeah, okay, you do. I think she is because she's making this transition, she's, and I think she's heading towards whatever it is. Yeah, and I think that's that's her goal. She's transitioning from being the the feminine side of a character to the to the doing right sort of male sort of strong. Ma- almost macho, kind of becoming her dad Yeah, in the relationship mm, yeah. with the mother and the father.
0: Yeah, I mean, that makes, sense. So, that makes sense. But
2: to be fair, I think that anybody, regardless of male or female, they're forced into this position. Mm. Even within The Walking Dead, it's not a lot of people who are really astute and wearing like fine clothes or you know girly girl clothes or anything like that. Everybody is kind of going through a really rough time and well, they're, to, you know, Mad- they're forced to make those rough
1: transitions. I mean, Madison slightly changed her, her clothes and stuff like that, but we haven't I mean, we you obviously... got to hear dye a little bit. Yeah, we, we, you know, we see Alicia, but she's like wearing her bikinis and stuff, doing surfing and yeah. stuff like that. So I think as, as far as a, a as a clothes transition, we are seeing it more with um, with Ophelia than we're seeing it with anyone else. But um, you know, I'm just hoping Strand's gonna slip on a little, you know, little black dress head down to dinner <laughs> and, you know
0: rebalance that a little and, bit. And, He'll survive. We'll, um, he'll survive, that he'll montage survive. was was funny and and and, yeah. and like sort of out of nowhere. It's yeah, weird. It I don't. I'm not expect yeah. montages out of Walking Dead shows. Like, and <laughs> like with the music, happy too. music montages. Yeah. Like, yeah. Set up the hotel. The ice <laughs> ice maker. Awesome. Let's go fishing. I know. Like we all thought. Like when we were fishing, it was just going to be like a zombie. And right. we did think that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all go. Ha, 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 yeah. and throw it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um All right. So uh, we talked a little bit about the med's mission a little bit, but uh, let's let's actually look at what happened there. Yeah. So uh, it, it ends up being. I think we can safely say. Not successful. Un- uh, I mean, they, they made they made the trade.
1: No, they did. Yeah, it's kind of
0: half the job though. They did
1: piss off the bandits though.
0: So you have a brother that left to go stay with the bandits. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's the brother to, uh, is it Hector and the mo- their their yeah, mother, their aunt, their, their, their aunt. aunt, right? their yeah. aunt. Hmm. Uh. And then you had Madison, and uh, they they show up, and uh, we kind of have this like awkward exchange. Did you guys find it at all odd? They asked Oscar is his name right to stay mm-hmm. outside. They wouldn't let him in?
2: Yeah. What was that about? Is.
0: I think it's because he's... A male? And he was stronger or something? Well, I don't think... Because he's not, he's
1: not the known entity. Okay. they But they don't know and Madison. And obviously they... Well, no, but they've, they've had previous issues, obviously, with Nick. Yeah. Well, last time Nick went in... Right. You know, he kind of caused
0: a scene. Um,
2: but it still didn't make sense for them to let Madison in. Yeah, I
0: was surprised. I just... No. I mean, not to say that he is stronger. I just mean, like, that because he's a male or something, he poses more of a threat to them or something. I didn't really... I couldn't figure it out. Maybe.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think maybe it's just, um, I I took it as them wanting to lessen the number of people who ran it at time, Because right. I right. think the more you have of your group, the more likely that something can pop off. So, mm. yeah. That's, that's just how I read it. But
0: Yeah, so they're in there, and we have another one of these situations, just like where Nick is all like, I'm going to just go crazy right now and do this whole thing where I'm yeah. like, don't cut my hand off. I can get you drugs. Madison's just like, I'm just going to run up you the stairs did. and go to this guy that's interrogating this other guy and he's got a huge gun just like all these and they don't know me at all and they're right. gangsters. And I'm just going to think it's I can get away with it because I'm looking for my son. I was just like, wanted to drop the pen. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It is clearly her Achilles heel like you said, Simon. Mm. That obviously, but it was just one of those situations. How can you be so smart? You can be so pragmatic with well, the way you're handling yourself and then you expect you can do that and the fact that he didn't like hit her shoot or shoot her, her right off the was bat. like that yeah. doesn't make
1: any sense mm-hmm. well I think I think part of this thing about the Achilles heel and this obsession that she has with you know with Nick and finding Nick is the fact that it's the last bit of being a mum yeah mm-hmm. that she has because yeah. you know her daughter can handle herself Right. You know, she knows that. She doesn't really... She'd like her mother's attention and recognition, but she doesn't need her mother's attention and recognition. She just likes some of it. True. But, you know, I think, and I think Madison knows that. Yeah. And that's why she needs Nick, because Nick's
2: kind of a fuck-up,
1: and... You know, he d- does need a mother figure to to give him that steer.
2: But at the same time, you would think she would realize, too, that Nick makes her reckless, too. Totally. Yeah. Her whole her whole thing was keep Strand alive when they left, you know.
0: Yeah. Get the drugs for Victor.
2: Get the drugs for Victor. That's it. We're not making any more stops. Strand was the priority. And in that instance, he immediately did not become the priority. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He could have shot and killed both of them. Strand would have been yeah. dead. That would she, have been the end of it. Yeah,
0: Alicia goes back and puts the light on. I know, I know, and and that's the thing. It's like you are until
2: six. We'll leave the light on.
0: And Alicia's <laughs> like, Alicia's like, I'm here. Nick chose to go, and yeah. she looks at her and she's like, maybe he changed his mind. It's like you, lady, you're crazy. Yeah. yeah, you're crazy. He he stood there covered in blood and walked the other direction in a in a sea of zombies. And you're what are you, you're turning on the yeah. generator.
2: But you know, yeah. what, thinking about it, it, it could also be maybe she feels a little bit of guilt too from her husband, that the fact that her husband. Left yeah. um and you know, took his own life essentially. She couldn't save him. In that instance, and I think maybe Nick mm. resembles her husband in so many different ways. And this is somebody that she refuses to not save.
0: She's yeah. an American. She likes to try to fix other's problems, yeah, according exactly. to Hector. It's a good line. Well, I thought that was very good, yeah. um, I thought it was, it was, it was, it was. Are you are you American? Uh, <laughs> uh, I am. I do this accent
2: as I'm you're, trying to get
1: some ad work. You're American. Uh, so yeah. yeah
2: Hates no. a hate Simon.
1: Um, but no, I thought it was a really interesting line, and we've talked, we've discussed previously about. Um, the guys who write the show there are these little socio-political threads that they put in every now and again and I mm. think that was oh. one of their little cheeky little lines they slip in there that's every so now and again. It was a a good it's a good line. It's true. I mean, yeah, it's you know, so I, always America has had this thing about, you know, we'll come and we'll save whatever situation or we'll manage any situation mm-hmm. and I think it's just, it is, you know, it's something, and I think it's something America realises because he didn't go like, no, that's not true. He yeah, was right. like, yeah,
2: yeah got me there. Fair, fair point. Yeah, Comedy, I'll give you that.
0: Yeah, so we get this exchange for fish and ice. She says we can get all the ice you want. Mm. The uh, the brother who's decided who's clearly a smack, addicted to smack. Yeah, uh, he doesn't want to come back, and he says we're not going to be here long. Which then results, obviously, in the gang looking over the Colonia with Nick looking on. So uh, I think we can all assume there's going to be some sort of a some sort of a, a showdown. Yeah, there. exactly. Conflict's going to arise in the next episode or two yeah. from that. Um, but uh, they, we didn't really get much else inside the grocery store, which was a little surprising, considering Madison's mm. like starting some shit, and they, yeah. right? You would have thought. One
1: thing like, I was surprised about the grocery store is, considering it's a large grocery store, there's not a lot of parking outside. Now, yeah, it's very minimal. But they do validate,
2: so, so that's they good, do, guys.
1: they do, yeah.
2: Now, uh, my biggest question was, okay, so I guess um, with with Francisco and his family who left. I don't know, like, I so did they torture them to the point where they just gave up? It just seemed like where really the colonia quick. colonia was? Yeah, it just Yeah, seemed... I
0: mean, look, if he's got your daughter, you're going to give up. I'm just... I'm, if I was that guy in that situation, I as much as I would want to protect the colonia, if he mm-hmm. takes my kid, what yeah. am I going to do? Not tell Depends him... Depends that, on that's how true. annoying the child is. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> if your child's, are, you know, really annoying little <laughs> effects, yeah, exactly. you're kind of like, ah, oh,
0: don't yeah. take my child. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be awful. It was a really cheeky wink for those on audio. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
1: You tell me the winks don't yeah. winks don't work on audio. <laughs> wink. That was
0: that was a mime of a wink. So let's touch on the last thing we saw here before we get to predictions, guys. Yeah. Um. We we end the episode with Madison on the roof with Alicia, and they're mm-hmm. talking about Nick. And yeah. She turns on the light. She turns the lights off. And from a distance, we pick up on Travis who mm-hmm. sees it and starts walking towards her. It looks like. Yeah. Um. We did. We haven't seen any of the fallout actually mm-hmm. since since Travis, since Chris shot that guy. Yeah. Which
1: I think from the preview that we saw at the end of the episode, I we think that's eventually. again going to be going back and filling in gaps. Yeah. So yeah. I think we'll
0: get the answer to that question. I'm in curious what the happened there. That was, was, do, do you want to know my thoughts? Uh, should we get into predictions? Because I mean, yeah, yeah, aside from that. Travis's yeah. part, we didn't see much. So uh, okay. let's get into the AfterBuzz TV predictions.
2: Now, Perfectly cute. <laughs> that was really good. Impression. I'm impressed. Prediction.
0: I can't do British, but I can do that stupid voice.
1: Um, <laughs> no, you really can't do British. But Your, thoughts. <laughs> Your thoughts. Your <sir>. thoughts. Uh, okay, here are my thoughts. Um, I think Travis um, has killed Chris. Really? You think Chris is dead? I think Chris is dead. And I think that's what we're going to see in the next couple of episodes. I don't know whether we'll see um, Travis join the group in the next episode or whether it be the episode after, but I think we're going to find out that... Uh, Travis has had to kill Chris and I think that's why even when he saw the line he had this kind of little bit confused you know a bit sad sad look on his face which I imagine you would have if you killed had your to own son. murder your son had to murder your own son um, I also think that with the the stabbing of Strand what this show has lacked this season is a ticking clock yeah And now you've got a life in the balance. I think we're going to see that that is the ticking clock, certainly for that situation. It's going to be either we have to get the stuff to Strand or we have to get Strand to the stuff to save him. And it appears that everybody's heading towards Colonia, and I think that's where we're going to see. But did this, did this they get all the drugs down. back to
0: Strand though? They brought the drugs yeah, back from the.
1: the... Back. Yeah, but he, I think I think we're going to find out that he needs more than that. I think that might be enough, but I don't think there's enough in the hotel on what Got they brought it. back to, to do. Because you know we already know that the Marco's going to get tighter on the trade, and they're not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Right. So they're going to lose the chance to trade off on this. And I think we're going to see Ophelia follow this path continually to to become, you know, the Carol type character. So Got those it. are my. That's where I see it going in the next couple of episodes. Interesting.
2: I think Madison's not going to be able to help herself. She's going to try desperately to either get someone to try and and go to Colonia to make contact to see if Nick's there, or she's going mm. to try and go herself. Mm. And I think that that's going to cause a lot of tension between her and Alicia. And I also think that there's also old crazy, that bat crazy lady is mm. going to um, be in a position where they're going to probably either have to take, you know, put her out, uh, put her in in a position where she gets eaten by walkers or they're going to have to kill her. I think that, so that's going to kind of shake things up a little bit. Um, And so what that means for them, I think, I don't know. I don't know if, what I feel about Chris. Um, I think he might possibly leave with the bandits. I think it might just be a situation where they just sort of split their separate ways. Mm -hmm. If he, if he makes it to the end of the season, um, I'm not sure, but I. I don't, so you think I he'll don't go with the, with the
1: preppy kids? I
2: think he might just go with the preppy kids. I think his, he's he's going to realize, kind of similar to um, Nick. I think he's going to realize that his dad is no longer his people anymore, and, right? And that he needs to just go with who he feels most comfortable with. Interesting. So I think that that's going to be um, the deal for that. Mm. I don't think Strand is going to die. I think he'll be fine, but it will be kind of like the ticking bomb of yeah. Will he? Won't he? Will he? Won't he? And then, of course, Colonia. I think there's going to be a lot of um, fallout there. And I think we'll find out who Alejandro really is and mm. the whole bite situation. And, and, but I do think that Marco and Alejandro have a history together that he's trying to keep under wraps.
0: I think that the, uh, the, mother, away, the mother definitely dies by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She gets taken out. Um, I go a step further. Uh, I don't know that Travis necessarily kills Chris. Travis kills all the frat guys is my prediction he kills all three of them he's forced he to actually just murder cuz i think he's going to be in a position where that's his only way of survival and i wouldn't be surprised if chris dies somehow in that exchange maybe he has to kill all four of them but i would more likely think that it gets kind of dangerous and maybe mm. chris maybe chris is held captive and he's bleeding out or something in travis i so i just that's the feeling i get is travis is going to have to just go full on just oh, like interesting. nothing yeah. that he thinks he's capable of doing and yeah. that's going to be the thing that kind of breaks him um because the preppy guys think that Chris
1: is loco. Yeah, or something. They, yeah, there's something not right in that group. Because we, we saw in the preview that they talk about yeah. you're not going to kill us or something. And it's just like...
0: Yeah. that's So that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. And I think Strand's going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, he's too good of a character. They wouldn't get rid of him. Mm. I, think, I really honestly think the only untouchable characters on the show really are Strand, Madison, Alicia, and Nick. They feel like they're the four that are going to survive this show. And I could mm. see any of the other characters dying. I don't... F- I can't see those four. I can't see one of those four characters dying. Mm-hmm. What about you guys?
2: I think, um, I feel like they're trying to invest a lot in Ophelia. So yeah. I feel like maybe she might be a semi untouchable character. But yeah, I agree. I think that if what a lot of the fans have been saying, that maybe if Madison dying kind of propels Alicia to a more Carol.
0: That would be epic. Carol
2: esque level. That would be very epic. Uh, it would have to just be a really great. You know, swift move um, because Madison is such a strong, intriguing character to watch. Um, but I don't, I don't know if that's that's likely anytime soon. That mm-hmm. might have to be a, a few, a few more episodes, maybe a season or two into it.
1: I think, I think we are going to lose a major character mm-hmm. because I think we're going to see a, a major narrative shift yeah. very, very soon. I think we're going to see it towards the end of the season, or you know, ready for the next season. I think mm. we're going to see something that's really going to change the game yeah. because. You know, we said this last week. I don't quite see where the show is going. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a, oh, I can't guess what they're going to do next. I'm like, I, they need something to yeah, do a needs, swing. Yeah, it needs a direction. And I think it's going to need a, you know, a really sharp turn. Yeah. yeah. A kind of like a holy shit kind of turn. And I think that's what we're going to see. And I think that is going to pivot around the death of a major character. Yeah, mm. that's true. So I think, I don't know who it will be, but I think we are going to see that.
2: And that makes sense because that would be strong enough because we've seen Ophelia kind of lead the path back to the U.S. Yeah. And so I think that with a major death like that would cause people to just completely jump ship from Mexico and be like, okay, we got to get back to the States. What yeah. happens in
0: Mexico stays in Mexico. What
2: happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. Apart from
0: gonorrhea, Any, uh, that will follow you yeah.
2: home. Oh, low blow.
0: You've called your Carol Watch for the Night as Ophelia. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to jump on board, actually, and say that uh, based on tonight's episode, I agree. Okay. I think Thank uh, you. you. know, I, I think I do pivot between Alicia and Ophelia. They tend to be the two... But I think and I mean, because Madison's not a Carol. She's always, she was always she, she was always too strong of a character. I think that it is Ophelia for right now. But yeah. but but I mean Alicia's getting stronger and stronger.
1: Yeah, she, is, she is. But I don't know whether she's gonna become stronger in a Carol way yeah, or right. whether she's gonna become Yeah. You know, just strong as a strong independent woman and perhaps strip into the Madison role. Maybe Madison will become unfit.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I'll I'll go with Ophelia. At first I was leaning more towards Alicia just because we really kind of got whacked in the face with the fact that she feels like she's been alone and mm. that she feels like she kind of has to fend for herself and that her mom isn't really emotionally connecting with her the way she wants to. And that, that kind of isolates her in a bit. Mm. Um, and so I think she's fighting now to be more visible, but all in all, I feel like Ophelia kind of stole it with just hearing her story and backstory and, seeing um, how she's moving forward. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to pretty much wrap us up it for is. tonight. We have two episodes left this season. Two. One next week, the same time, same place. And be mm-hmm. sure, of course, to check in uh, at the end of that episode next week to know exactly when we will we'll be taping the following one because it's a double-long episode. It it's, is. Uh, it's two hours long, so we want to make sure that you guys can watch that live. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, if you guys want to find any of us, you can find me personally at Ben Bateman Media.
2: Hey, guys, Ashley here. Check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Ashley underscore Chapman. Thanks for watching tonight. You
0: can find me on Twitter at
1: Simon and also Instagram at Simon And Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. Done and done. Thanks,
0: guys. We'll see you same time next week.
1: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.